Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. The more and more I surround myself with entrepreneurs who are trying to grow their business, the more and more I see a pattern. They focus so much attention on the front end of social media, posting content, randomly throwing in hashtags, attempting to get views on their reels. But at the end of the day, after they put in so much effort, their frustration always comes back to really one thing and one thing only, lack of leads through social media. As business owners to grow, you need more eyeballs, yes, but you also need those eyeballs to turn into leads. And honestly, generating leads is probably the worst kept secret of social media marketing. If you want to grow your client base and grow quickly, you can't just focus on posting on social media. You need to be proactive with your strategy. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to take risks and really fish for your potential clients. You can't just wait for them to find you. Well, you can, and that may work slightly, but what I can tell you for certain is that it will not work long and it definitely will not work fast. Having a reactive strategy to find clients isn't sustainable at all. And if all you do is post about your business on Instagram and Facebook and just wait for your clients to find you, you are working with a reactive strategy. So what works? What's this proactive strategy that I'm talking about? It's a strategy that encourages actually finding clients and not just finding them, but cultivating them to be long-term clients. This is what lead generation is. There are a few ways to generate leads online, and I talk about lead magnets quite a lot, but in today's episode, I want to get super specific on the type of lead magnet that works incredibly well to help your business grow and flourish, and that's making use of online webinars. Let me tell you that webinars, they are a fantastic way to generate leads and turn leads into paying clients. I use them a lot for myself and for my clients. So for me, I use them really when I'm selling my online programs. For myself and actually even for my clients, I've used them for online courses, one-on-one coaching, and honestly, I've actually been using them over the last few years a lot with mortgage agents who are looking to generate new clients too. And I'll admit, they do work like a dream. And they're also really, really flexible too. You can use webinars to teach a topic, a strategy, or a theory. But there are a few things that you need to know about running webinars for lead generation. It's not just this magic thing that's going to work every single time. You need to know what you're doing, how to set it up, and even how to start attracting people to sign up for the webinar. I'm going to break it all down for you today. So in my experience, what really makes a good webinar great is the webinar topic. They also will have a dramatic impact on the quality of leads that you're generating for the webinar. The key with webinars is that the topic is helping them solve a problem or showing them that it's possible to have that specific transformation they are looking for. You aren't showing them the how, you're showing them the vision. With a webinar, you have to remember people aren't looking to become an expert and learn everything you know. They're looking for a solution, for information, for guidance on that problem or that transformation. A lot of people make the mistake of giving away too much information and showing them the how, which at the end of the day makes them no longer need you, which at the end of the day for you, you're not going to make any income from the webinar. 
So if you are thinking of doing webinars for your business, my biggest piece of advice is you don't want to make the mistake of digging in so deep into a topic and giving away everything you know. I know, I know you're going to start fighting with yourself thinking that the more you put into the webinar, the more it shows your expertise. This is important to do, yes, but you can do that without giving away everything that they no longer actually need your product or service. As I said, with webinars, the key is to help them solve a problem, build that relationship and show them what is possible in a way that they actually want to work with you even more. It's like the appetizer to a great meal. You are showing the high level of what they could get, but if they want the full course, they need to work with you personally. So step number one is determining the right topic for your webinar that solves a problem or shows a transformation is actually possible. The next step is figuring out what to actually include within your webinar, which can be a whole new episode on its own. The key is to give a quick win and teach them the overall theory and vision without necessarily showing them the full, how do you do it? Once you have the information and put together your presentation, the next step is figuring out where do you host the webinar? Meaning, where do you actually do the webinar for your attendees? This will depend on what programs you have access to and if you want to do the webinars live or on demand, On demand, meaning it's a replay of a past webinar that people can get instant access to. So typically in the beginning, I do suggest doing live webinars until you have a very high converting webinar. Once you have that high converting webinar, you can then turn it on demand. But it will also really come down to your price point of your offer. The price point will also reflect the length of the webinar. So for example, let's say you're doing live webinars, just for this example. There are a few different programs that you can do your live webinars on. The top ones that I see people using are EverWebinar, Demio, and Zoom. These aren't the only options though, let me say that. There are a lot of other webinar programs out there that you can use. I've even been starting to look at a program called 10X. I haven't used it yet, so if you've used 10X, feel free to shoot me a message at Lisa and Coaching on any social media platform. I would love to know how you think of it, Um, but I've been looking at that program. But for now, let me just talk about those main three, EverWebinar, Demio, and Zoom. So EverWebinar is a more advanced program. It's great for live webinars, but it's even better for evergreen webinars, which is where people can choose a date and time to join the webinar, but it's not actually a live webinar. Those who attend the webinar, they do think it's live, but really it's not. Demio is what I've been using over the last couple of years. I honestly love this program. It's super simple to use and it gives different features for live webinars. So for example, when I'm doing a webinar, I like to use a lot of polls within my webinar to really keep my audience engaged and to collect data from them. I also have different buttons that they can click throughout it to download something. Going to the checkout pages, I even show different videos or slides. You can also set up on demand on this one, just like you can with EverWebinar, but they don't have any as many advanced features, in my opinion, for the on demand or the evergreen side of things. Now, Zoom, some of my clients use Zoom. It is more basic for webinars, but they're getting better and better. They now also include polls, which is fantastic. But I do just find that the webinars that you can do on Demio or on EverWebinar, they show up a little bit more professional. But regardless, the goal is to have a place where you can upload your slides and you can go live for your audience during the webinar. 
Once you know where you're hosting the webinar, there are a few more steps that I'd recommend setting up in order to help you automate the sign-up process, encouraging those who actually do register to show up live, and even following up with them after the webinar to encourage them to take that next step with you. So these are more technical aspects of running webinars, but let's dive into that just a little bit. The first thing you're going to need is a webinar registration page. So this page is where you put all the information that they need to know about the webinar. So this is what you'll put in your social media ads on your social media content about the webinar and a link that they can go and register. So the registration page is where the people who are interested in signing up can go and enter their name and email to hold their spot, aka this is where you're generating a lead. To get people to actually sign up for the webinar, there's a couple ways that you can do that. So first one, organically posting about your upcoming webinar on social media. This will get your warm audience signed up for your webinar. Make sure that you're posting often on your feed, on your stories, on your reels, or anywhere else on social media. This is free marketing for you. The other option, which honestly is my preferred option, especially when you're ready to scale, is through paid ads. This is where we spend money on social media and say, hey, Facebook, hey, Instagram, put this social media post in front of my dream client and get them to sign up for my webinar. It's a cold audience, but this is how you reach more people outside of your circle. Okay, so you have people registering for your webinar through your social media promotion, and they're automatically signing up through your webinar registration page. The next step is getting people to actually attend the webinar. So we do that through automated emails. As soon as they sign up for the webinar, they will start to get emails automatically from you, encouraging them to show up to the webinar. This is an important part because a lot of people register for things because they're excited at the moment, but they may not feel it's as important when the time comes. You need to remember and remind them why they signed up in the first place. So let's say they show up live they listen to your webinar. The next step is converting them into clients. So typically at the end of the webinar, you'll do a quick little pitch of what you want them to do next, but not every single person is going to jump on that opportunity right away. The webinar itself is not a sales pitch. That's a big mistake people make. But remember, you are showing the possibility. Your offer at the end is helping them achieve that goal. So for those who don't jump on it right away, you'll want to have emails going out after the webinar to follow up with those attendees. After the webinar, it's really your time to start taking them down that sales funnel. The goal is for the follow-up emails to encourage them to take the next step within your business. So that next step, it may be to purchase something like your course. Maybe it's to book an appointment to talk to you. If you make sure that you are attracting the right people to sign up for the webinar through your post and ads, making sure they show up, delivering a killer webinar, and then following up with them, you'll be able to turn those attendees into clients with only showing up once to the webinar. Now, before we end today's episode, let me walk you through two specific examples that I'm using webinars a lot for right now. So as I mentioned, I personally use them when registration for the Spotlight Theory coaching program is open. I also use them for the social media automation bootcamp program that I have. But the Spotlight Theory program, this one always has to be a live webinar because of the price point. And the social media automation bootcamp one, that's on demand, meaning people can get access to it all the time. But here's exactly how I do it. So people register for the free webinar online. I reach out to them using a bunch of social media channels. 
I mentioned on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, in my Facebook groups, YouTube channel, on my podcast. I also run paid advertising to reach even more people outside of my current circle. Now, I do recommend using both methods to really pick things up a notch. When I get people on the webinar, I talk for about 45 minutes. I teach them the basics and really I'm passing along the idea that I teach them within my online program too. So I make sure I cover all the value proposition and I make sure to make sure that they actually understand what they gain by purchasing the program. And in the same vein, I make sure I don't give too much information up front. I mean, no one's going to pay for my online program if I teach them my entire theory on the webinar. Then at the end of the webinar, I host a live question and answer session. If this session really is killer, if people are asking a lot of questions, this is something that seals the deal because it does two things. First, it grants legitimacy to you. I mean, what's better to really show transparency than allowing people to ask you questions live about what you're selling? And then second, it helps you display your expert knowledge. If you're asked tough questions, let's say, or technical questions, and you can give reasonable answers, people will leave the webinar thinking, oh, she knows what she's talking about. There will be absolutely no doubt in their mind that you are the right person to learn about whatever it is that you're teaching them. And once they can leave the webinar aware of your legitimacy and your expert knowledge, actually convincing them to buy would be the easiest part of the job. Remember, people who attend this webinar are interested in what you are doing in the first place. So if these people interested in your product are convinced that you know what you're doing, how easy will it be for you to sell them? Let me tell you, it's going to be super easy and come super naturally when you've given a great webinar. Or another example for you is to get booked appointments versus program sales. So let's use one of my clients. She's a mortgage agent. She specifically focuses on helping locals build wealth through real estate, which honestly requires a lot of education and shifting people's mindset. So a webinar really is a perfect way to do that. What we do is once a month, she does a live webinar teaching about her expertise and knowledge of how they can build wealth, leveraging their biggest asset. We run paid ads to get new people signed up for her webinar, but we also send out emails to her warm email list to get free signups too. We have a customized registration page set up for them to register automatically. Once they register, they get automatic emails from her, always giving tips and tricks away right off the bat. We ensure they show up live and then she does her thing. However, at the end of the webinar, instead of selling an online program, she chats about how every single person's situation is going to be unique to them, and she offers them a free coaching call. They get access to her personal calendar, and then they book an appointment to talk to her. The follow-up emails after the webinar are all focused on continuously shifting their mindset and encouraging them to book an appointment when they are ready. On the call, that's when she's building that relationship and then turning them into clients. But honestly, with webinars, the possibilities are limitless and you can really scale to the moon. It comes down to knowing your audience, helping them solve a problem, and then helping them take that next step within your business. Doing them live really is a lot of fun when you get the right audience on them. I personally love them, but I will say not all industries need them. So ask yourself, is a webinar something you feel would help your audience and help move them closer to working with you?
If so, I want you to make sure to click the links in my show notes to download my checklist for setting up your webinar. It basically covers everything that you need to do from the basic standpoint of setting up the webinar. But if you need anything at all, I'm always here to answer your questions. You can find me on really any social media platform at Lisa and Coaching. But as always, my friend, I hope this helps shed some light on how you can generate leads through social media differently and automatically turning those leads into clients. But that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together, let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week. Thank you.